This is the Self-Development Podcast, episode number three. Hey there, welcome to the podcast all about personal growth, pursuing goals, and becoming a better version of yourself. I'm your host, Leon Oscar Kidando, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about what it takes to become successful. Now, before we begin, I just want to point out that what I'm about to say is obviously based on my opinion. It's really based on my personal experience and what I've come to understand from the experience of others, uh, based on the reading I've done. The reason why I want to talk about this is that it's really a gray area for most people. Success doesn't seem to have a formula for a lot of people, which ends up discouraging a majority of people from pursuing it. I believe in dissecting things that you want to try to understand or master. That includes how people succeed. And if you want to understand success, you must be a learner or researcher, but someone who's curious about finding the truth. So uh, with that said, don't just take my word for it. Um, if you're serious about becoming a success or attaining the life you want, it is really up to you to play your part in searching for the truth you need to help you make progress. Okay, so traditionally, most people have believed that the path to success was through getting a good education. And by traditionally, I'm not going too far back. I'm talking about as far back as when I was a kid. I believe my parents thought that the best chance I had to succeed was through getting a good education. Now, this is both true and false, especially today. You see, education can help you get to success, but being educated does not directly mean you will succeed. Many educated college graduates are without jobs. Many people who work in jobs that don't even pay enough for them to feel as if they're successful. So, and these people are educated. So it doesn't mean that education can be, uh, I mean, it, it means that education cannot be the reason why people succeed. It is a contributing factor, but it is not really the main factor. And the thing is, some people also believe that success is something you have to be born with, you know, because when you try to figure out how other people have succeeded and you just don't get it, then you might just jump to the conclusion that you have to be born with it, that you have to be of the type successful. But I really don't even want to spend too much time speaking about this because um, success or the idea of success is really a man-made concept. It's largely a man-made concept, especially if we talk about becoming financially successful. We learn about money when we grow up. We are not born with the knowledge of money in our biology or our DNA. So when we say that we want to make a lot of money, this doesn't, this wasn't introduced to us from birth or before birth or within our DNA. This is something we grow up to sort of take on. We assign value to money. Okay, and then there are some who believe that the only way you can become successful is if you are born in a successful environment. Now this is where, and now on this point is where I will build my case. Because 
that statement is very true, but at the same time, it is very misleading. Anyone who has grown up in a very successful environment, and I specifically mean that they grew up in a house of successful business people or entrepreneurs, has a very good chance of also becoming a successful business person. But this, of course, does not happen through magic. You can't be the son of a pilot without knowing a thing or two about planes or flying. You can't be the daughter of a lawyer without knowing a few important laws. You cannot be the child of a successful business person without knowing a thing or two about business, especially if you are attentive and naturally curious. So the key advantage that people born around success have is not the wealth that they may or may not have access to, but the knowledge that created that wealth. What is more meaningful to have, a hundred golden eggs or the goose that laid them? And if you understand that, then you probably realize something else that's important. And if you understand that, then you probably realize something else that's important. That knowledge, which many who grew up around success might have access to, isn't hidden from those who haven't grown up around success. Times have changed. Learning institutions and becoming an apprentice at mom or dad's store are no longer the only ways to get that kind of knowledge in that kind of field. Because of the internet, we can now get access to such information. And that said, the first thing you need to succeed, obviously, is knowledge. Now let's talk about the next thing you need. Experience. You have probably heard the statement that knowledge is power, but that is not true. Knowledge is only potential power. Knowledge cannot do much to change your life if it is not applied. Once you know what you want from life and once you know how to get it, what follows is to go after it by taking action. What we get from books, professionals, the internet is usually just information. Information that may or may not be accurate. We need to verify what we learn by putting it to the test. And that is done, obviously, by practicing. When you read a blog post about selling, there is no guarantee that the techniques described in that post will help you, but you need to apply them to find out. When they fail, you have gained new knowledge of what doesn't work. But similarly, when you learn information that does end up working, you gain knowledge of what does work. The combination of knowledge of what works and doesn't work, plus the first-hand experience, is what puts you in the best situation to succeed. Now, the last two things you need to take best advantage of that situation is patience and persistence. You see, if you give up when one form of information doesn't work for you, then you have left the lack of persistence to conclude failure. But all successful people understand that setbacks are just a part of the process of pursuing success. And they also know that it will take a lot of time to get to the success. It might even take years. But quitters do not know or appreciate this. It is why they quit. I'm willing to spend 10 years of my life chasing my goals, knowing that I won't be comfortable financially during the pursuit. But that is not a decision 
a lot are willing to make. Many people want success now. So the first failure or the first success is taken like a final result. I think of pursuing success the same way I think scientists in a lab conduct experiments. Let's say that they want to find a cure for some disease. What they do is that they come up with various tests. They apply those tests on the sample disease to get a reaction. But if they don't get a positive reaction, they don't hang up their lab coats and quit. They say, ah, interesting. Batch 64 also doesn't work, but it is showing some interesting reactions. And they press on. Now, my, my point with that example is that they often embrace the positive and negative outcome as being part of one experience. And though their goal is to succeed, they see both types of feedback as important learning. That is what we must do as well to fully appreciate the climb to success. So if you ask me, what does it take to become successful? You have to be a good student of success. You have to be ready to go in search of the knowledge you need to understand how success is attained in your industry. Number two, you must be willing to put what you learn into practice. You cannot just have the knowledge of success sitting in your mind. You need to test it because chances are the first type of knowledge or the first kind of information you get may not necessarily work out for you. So you have, but you need to test it in order to find out whether or not it works. You have to be a practitioner, as, as Gary Vaynerchuk would say. And lastly, you must understand that it is very rare to come across great information on success, to put it into practice, and to immediately see good results. These things take time. They may take years, so you must be patient and you must persist. More importantly, you must learn how to accept failure as just a feedback mechanism that something didn't work. You should probably try something else. Failure should not define you. It should not, you should not uh, get to a roadblock or a setback and feel like that is what your pursuit has amounted to. No. Failure, as well as success, are never final. Most people who succeed keep telling you that success is a moving target. Once you get to your goal, you will want to set more. So once you get to failure, you should learn to pick yourself up and keep pressing on. I think that's where I'll end today. Um, I really hope this was useful for you. Of course, this was somewhat like a quick episode. But if you want to connect with me, you can do so by heading over to the blog at kidanda.net. You can leave a comment for this episode there. You can also reach me on social media. I am at Kidando or just Kidando on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, where I spend most of my time. Thank you for spending this time with me. Till next time, remember to always make progress, not excuses. Meet up.